The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to School of Miracles Radio with your host, Heather Scavetta. Have you ever wanted to communicate with a loved one in spirit? Here, you will learn how to see, hear, and feel as mediums and psychics do. Everyone can learn how to communicate with their spirit team of guides and loved ones. No previous experience is necessary. Come with us as we enter a beautiful world that you never knew you were a part of. Now, here is Heather Scavetta. Hi, everybody. It's School of Miracles Radio. So glad that you tuned in to listen to the broadcast today. In the last episode, we talked about being able to see spirit and what that is all about. And so if you missed that, please go to the archives to the right of your page and listen to that. There's also more to talk about on that subject than I could cover in the hour. Uh, This week, we're talking about feeling spirit. So last week, seeing, the week before that, we talked about thoughts coming in from spirit. Now we're talking about feeling them. And there are many uh, people who work with spirit who would love to feel spirit around them, who perhaps see, but don't sense the energy change. And all these attributes of working with spirit can be developed if you put the time in, if you join a development class or work in meditation, you can develop all these senses. You will always have one sense that is stronger than the others, maybe one that you rely on more, but it doesn't mean that you can't develop the others. So I want to encourage all those people out there who are working on their development to keep going because in time it will show up. Usually what you um, realize is that you've been doing it uh, for a certain um, length of time uh, and didn't realize that's what it was until somebody else says, oh, I feel that too, or that is something. And then you go, oh, okay, I can, I can do that then. And that's what's great about a group setting is you learn from each other. You see what each other um, is doing. So if you're not in the Caledon, Ontario, Canada area, um, please seek out a development circle in your area because there's something very special about working in a group setting. So the way that I teach is from personal experience. I don't take information from books and put them together and then, you know, regurgitate them out. I talk about personal experience. This is the way I learned because I wasn't always sensitive to spirit. It's something that gradually um, morphed over time from going to development classes, but also sitting in meditation every day and really wanting this process to open up. I definitely wanted to feel my daughter from the other side, as well as see and hear her and all those other good things. So I'll just go back to when it started for me. Uh, First of all, I didn't know that you could feel spirit. I didn't know that was something. It's something that I just kind of figured out. Um, I did go to see this lovely lady in the Caledon area, and I had a, a private session with her, and she talked about my grief a little bit. But she's been doing this for a long time, and she asked me to um, put my hand to the left of me and put my hand to the right and to sense two energies that were with me. One was a spirit guide and the other was my daughter Elizabeth. And she said, can you feel the difference in their energy? First of all, I had no idea what she was talking about. Uh, Feel energy, what does that mean? And so, of course, I said no. 
Um, and then she said, well, do you feel this and do you feel that? And I'm like, no, no, no. And I felt like I said no quite a bit. Um, but this was the beginning of my journey. At no point was I discouraged. I knew that at some point I would open up and I would be able to do these things. So for those of you who haven't quite um, got to that point where you can feel spirit, um, please be encouraged that you can definitely do this. Uh, so I started uh, to notice uh, in those early months after losing my daughter that I started to get full body shivers. Um, you know, you see this on TV where people, um, spirits may walk through somebody and they feel like a lot of cold or they, they feel like a body shiver. Um, I didn't really feel the cold. I just felt my whole body, um, shiver. And I knew that was something, but I didn't know that that was spirit. So even though the way that they work with me as far as feelings are concerned have changed and matured, um, it doesn't mean that uh, you can't feel that. Uh, those those simple things like, um, you know, I got the shivers, right? Everybody can, can sense that. Usually um, at the beginning, you think that all feelings that you're feeling is you and you're not. You're picking up on other people's energy, not just spirit energy, but people in the room. So you know that when you say, oh, uh, you know, this person gives me a headache, right? So you're in their energy field and you're feeling that change within your own energy because if you could see the auric field of each person, you would know that there is no dividing line, that the energies blend and mix. And whenever you're with really close to somebody and you pull away, a little bit of you resides with them for a while and a little bit of them stays with you too. So I didn't know all this at the beginning, um, but I started to um, realize that some of the feelings that I was getting were not mine because they were brand new. And it's like, I never felt this way before. And now looking back on my journey, I knew that I was feeling spirit very early on. So sitting in meditation every day, being still and quiet will help you to become more sensitive. Um, there's something about meditation that just changes who you are. You'll never go back to the way that you were and you wouldn't want to. Um, I believe that sitting in that light energy actually activates DNA, changes the composi composition of yourself, and you actually become more sensitive. Don't know all the mechanics of it, just know that it's true. So when you sit in meditation, you'll start to get a lot of weird feelings at first that you're not familiar with. Some people describe them as cobwebs over their face, that type of feeling. Um, like somebody's touching their hair or maybe somebody's touching your cheek. Th those are very familiar feelings that people have when they're meditating. I talked last week about having pressure uh, around your head, pressure especially on the third eye, which is the center of your forehead. And that's because that center isn't quite open yet. But it's also sensing that perhaps a spirit energy has moved closer to you. And maybe that's the, the place that they come to for some reason. Maybe they see an opening in your aura that this is how they can um, translate uh, their presence to you. So, yeah, you get all kinds of uh, weird feelings when you're meditating. And s sometimes you shake a little bit. So you start to feel that higher vibration that has come into the room. You start what's happening is, is your own auric field is rising, is changing. And sometimes people don't like those feelings. And so they stop meditating. I will tell you that the feelings will morph and change. And some of those very intense feelings I had at the beginning, I no longer feel that way. So please stay with it. And when you meditate, um, you will notice that um, these intense feelings um, won't always be there. So, um, please stay with it. But on the other note is, is that when you're meditating, you can't move. 
Okay, so you're supposed to remain as still as possible, even though you're feeling all these intense feelings and you're feeling like, you know, you've got an itch here and an itch there. Most people think that's their own failings, that they're not able to meditate. They don't realize there's somebody else in the room with you. There is a spirit person with you trying to get your attention, trying to communicate with you. And so they just say, oh, I'm not good at this. No, there's somebody there. So at first, the best way that my daughter could say that she's there was to touch my cheek. Um, now uh, she still does that, but she does a lot of other things as well. And what you'll notice over time when you sit with certain loved ones or spirit guides or masters, whoever you're communicating with, um, you're going to notice that they're going to pick certain parts of your body, certain feelings to help you recognize that they're, that they are with you. They won't always come in a picture form. Sometimes they come in a feeling form. And sometimes it comes in an emotion. So you'll be overcome with the feeling of love, overcome with the feeling of peace and calm, or maybe, you know, intense sadness. Maybe there's a person on the other side who is, you know, very intense in their emotions. This is how they were when they were here. And so when they're with you, they're making you feel very intense about your emotions. So you can have these kind of physical sensations, but also emotional changes as well. And that's feeling spirit as well. So all these... um senses that you're getting, all these types of feelings and emotions, this is going to be part of your personal dictionary. This is references that you use going forward with spirit. So for instance, when I feel at that certain part on my cheek when it's being touched, I just know it's my daughter. I don't have to ask every single time, oh, I wonder who that is. It's like, no, I know that's her because that's where she touches me. And so you know through repetition how it is for you. When you have just one interaction, one uh, sensation, it's difficult to really say that's exactly what you thought it was. When you have it over and over and over again, that's when you lay it down to your personal dictionary. That's when you know that's a reference and a symbol for you. Loved ones on the other side will come through with symbols. Symbols where you'll be able to recognize them. And this is how you move into mediumship. Because if you get to know your own loved one's symbols, then you can get to know other people's symbols as well. So we're going to talk more about that when we come back from the break in just a a few moments. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. Change the seventh wave channel on the Voice America Network.
You are listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Thanks for uh, joining uh, me again. Um, We were talking in the previous segment about uh, feelings and about um, being touched by spirit. And that could be a physical sensation that you're having or an, or an emotion. And how when you uh, replicate this, you lay it down to your personal dictionary. So I just wanted to go into some different feelings that you may have when you're meditating. Um, very typical is your eyes will start blinking. And just rapidly blinking by themselves. Your eyes are so closed yet your eyes are blinking. Uh, Other things is pressure. So sometimes you'll get pressure from one side or another side or on a certain body part. Now, your body is temporary. It's not who you really are. Your spirit first, that's eternal, that lives forever. Kind of that mind consciousness lives forever. But your physical body is temporary. The only true reason why you have a body is for communication, is so that we can communicate with each other, so that we can verbally talk to one another, that we can hold each other's hands. Um, The body is only a communication tool. It serves no other purpose. So knowing that going forward, the your body is communicating to you. It's talking to you all the time if you listen. So again, our job in all of this is to just be aware, be aware of the thoughts, aware how we're feeling, aware of what's going on around us, just an awareness. Um, so the body uh, communicates to you. And so now that we know that, we know that spirit can use the body to communicate to you. And when you understand that, then you can use that knowledge to help other people because they'll use it as a reference point. And I'll go um, more into that. So if you think about um, feelings, um, so psychic feelings are other people's energy. Uh, could be animals, um, could be trees, anything that's alive has energy that you can feel. So that's psychic energy. Uh, feeling uh, s- someone on the other side, uh, a loved one, let's say, um, is mediumship. So what I do in my classes is I teach psychic development, which means um, learning to read each other's energy. And when you can read um, someone else's energy, um, even uh, read your own energy, then you can translate that to mediumship. And the movement from working in a psychic field, in an auric field, and moving to loved ones on the other side is a lot easier once you understand um, how spirit is communicating with you. So I kind of uh, stumbled uh, uh, across this when I realized um, one day I was um, sitting with my husband and my lower back started hurting really bad. And I don't have any uh, back problems. And I started to realize, you know what, maybe I'm picking up on his energy. So I asked him if his lower back was hurting, and he said it was hurting very badly that day. So I realized, wow, I'm picking up on how he's feeling. And then I started to think about, how long have I been doing this? Maybe maybe all my life to a certain degree, and maybe you do the same thing. Uh, I, you know, females and males, we can all do this, but typically females are awarded um, being able to pick up on other people's energies, be a little bit more intuitive. Um, but it doesn't mean that males aren't uh, sensitive to this either. Um, but it's kind of normal that sometimes women sense things about uh, other people. And so I said, wow, so all feelings that I'm having in my body aren't mine. This is like a huge revelation. So now I started to notice when I sat next to people how I changed And I say to people, know what your neutral is. So if you walk into a room and you have a headache, let's say, so you're not picking up on someone else's headache, that's your headache, because that's your neutral for that day. But if your neutral is you have no pain, you feel fine, you walk into a room, your head hurts, 
You could be picking up on somebody else's headache or somebody else's stress and you're feeling it in your own body. Because I said before, those auric fields, those energetic fields, there is no separation. You blend with other people. And when you start to realize you can do that, you can really apply it to so many situations. So, and especially when you do hands-on healing, it's uh, it's very, um, you can, you, you, you sense that other person when you're giving the hands-on healing and you start to notice the change in your body and then you can apply that to how that person is feeling. And I'll go um, into that uh, further in another show. So something else that can be happening as you're having feelings when you're meditating is if you see color, and I talked about that last time, you start to put the different abilities together and you start to use all the different fields. So maybe you get a thought, maybe you see something, maybe you feel something, and you start to put it all together and it makes it really strong and concrete. So when I started uh, realizing that I was feeling different energies around me and uh, and seeing the, the visual field would change. And I started putting things together and realize that these colors that I was seeing were meaning something. So for instance, if I'm with somebody and and I'm starting to pick up on their energy and in my visual field, so that field of looking looking behind your your eyelids and I talked about last time when I see a pale blue color to me that means that that person is in need of healing so there's something going on with them you can apply that same principle if you don't know what color means you'll start to when you start to see color start to build your own personal dictionary with it if you've already been working for a long time and you have a color dictionary that works for you I say don't change it but there are universal concepts with color. Um, and I just wanted to talk a little bit about color because sometimes when you feel things, that visual field changes. So pale blue means that um, that person is in need of healing. Or it could mean that they just have a calm energy. Do you see how you put all the different senses together to come up with something? So if I'm feeling very calm and centered and I'm seeing pale blue, and sickness for that person doesn't make any sense, then perhaps their energy is just calm in that moment. So there's always something to learn. So if I'm with somebody and the visual field changes to very dull colors, um, perhaps a burgundy color, this tells me that this person is depressed, that they have um, a poor mental state. Um, And we use that... Uh, to jump off of opposites. So if it's a bright color, to me that says health. Yellow is intelligence. Uh, Perhaps that person likes to read. Orange, they're very creative. Maybe they have a love of music or the arts or they like to write. And violet means, uh, so if somebody has violet in their energy, it means that they are a healer, that they have healing ability. So if Someone says to you, you've got a lot of violet in your aura. That means that you're a healer. And it doesn't have to be hands-on healing. It could mean that you just um, sit with a person, that you're a good listener, um, that you help people with their problems, that you care about people. That That's, that's healer energy. So I want to talk a little bit more about uh, emotions and how you can apply that moving forward. Uh, So when I used to sit with uh, Elizabeth in meditation early at the beginning, um, I felt very frustrated because every time I sat, I would cry. And I didn't realize at the time that I was connecting with her because I didn't think I was. But when I look back, I realize that was her because her emotions are so intense. It's so overwhelming, her emotions. It doesn't mean that she's sad on the other side because she isn't. She's told me she's very, very happy. Um, but the overwhelming uh, feeling of emotion can make people cry. So this is different than sadness. And every time I sat, I would cry because I had this overwhelming sensation come over me. 
So you have to kind of separate that as well. An emotion that makes you cry can be a joyful tear as well. So don't be cons- uh, discouraged if you're sitting and learning to recognize your loved ones and they're making you cry. They're so happy that you're sitting. They're so happy that you're learning how to do this, that they're really overcome with joy. And the way that I really put this together was when I was learning and other people were communicating with my daughter in the class, because you sit with people who are further along than you, they would start to cry. And I would say, yep, you have her, you know, she does that. She makes everybody cry, you know? Um, so then I thought, oh, wait a minute, Way back when, when I was first starting, I cried so so often when, uh, when I was meditating. It was her. So now that I understand that, uh, I, I still am overcome with emotion, but I've also moved forward in my grief journey to be happy when she comes. And we kind of share a chuckle whenever she comes in. And I always say hi and nice to see you and I love you and all those kinds of things. So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about applying feelings and communication in the body to hands-on healing and also mediumship. So we'll be right back in just a few moments. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Thanks so much for staying with us. And we're just continuing talking about uh, feelings, feeling spirit. And some of the other uh, feelings you can get in your body besides emotions and maybe um, pressure or tingling on a part of the body is temperature changes. So sometimes you get really, really hot. And this is not a hot flash. Um, it may feel a bit like that, but it isn't. And what I learned from just repetition is... First of all, when I got really hot, I would say, oh, spirit is here. But then it got more refined over time. And I realized that when just my face got hot, that meant intense love. Because that's what my daughter does. She comes and makes me really, really hot. And I know it's her. Uh, so I started to put that into my personal dictionary and apply it when um, I was working with spirit. And of course, everyone who comes to my classes learn my dictionary too. And I see them use it in their own mediumship. 
And so when their face gets really hot when they're working, they say, oh, there's intense love here. Because remember, there's lots of people on the other side. Not all of your loved ones really cared about you um, when you were in this life. Sometimes there's there's estranged relationships. So it's not always about love when spirit comes through. Um, so the other feelings that you can get is certain parts of the body. And I talked about eyes blinking. So when that can be the vibration, but also when you're working in mediumship, eyes blinking can mean that there's something with that person's eyes, that the spirit on the other side is communicating with your body, that there's something up with their eyes. And so if I'm working in mediumship and my eyes start blinking, I start saying, my first uh, line of thought is they wore glasses because they're bringing me to the eyes. If they keep on making my eyes blink, then I'll say perhaps they had an eye condition. So you can see how you can use your body as a tool for communication and understanding what spirit is telling you. So the other thing too is they can use kind of sharp pain. So maybe you get a pain in your ear or a pain in your finger or your knee. Well, that's them using your body to tell you that the person on the other side had something wrong with their knee. When your knee starts to hurt, remember, it's not your knee because your knee wasn't hurting before. Or maybe you never had a sore knee, right? So you just you just say, oh, they're bringing me to my, my knee and it's making my knee hurt. And so you see how uh, loved ones on the other side can use your physical body to bring through their messages. You will learn more about the body and how it communicates um, through feelings because you're feeling either a tingling or a buzzing or a pain. Sometimes in meditation, they'll make your body move. So your fingers will move by itself. Um, Maybe your arm will jerk or many times my right foot would come up and slam down again, all involuntary because they're trying to get a message through to me. So you are both male and female when we're talking about energy, and the left side of your body is female, the right is male. And so we can break it down further into messages. So male energy is very much about um, moving forward, go, 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 busy, 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 doing. And the left side, the feminine side, is more intuitive, more quiet, more creative. And so the body and the, the left side and the right side represent different things. So for instance, if they make your right foot move, um, the right foot is very synonymous with moving forward. Maybe you're not moving forward, or maybe you are because you're meditating. And they're encouraging you and saying you're moving forward, right? Um, sometimes uh, with uh, the left side, um, oftentimes uh, the messages are about your environment. So what is your environment like? Uh, do you need to change your environment? Or is it working for you? Um, so with the hands, a lot of people talk about their hands heating up and getting hot. This is the sign of a healer. Because when you do hands-on healing, many people talk about their hands heating up because the energy is coming through and you have chakras in your hands. So it's good to know the basic chakras of the body. So these are just energy centers because when you sense a certain energy center in yourself, then you kind of have a jumping off of point of, of what this energy center represents. So something very simple is your heart. So your heart center is a chakra, your heart chakra. And what I noticed is when I sat with people, especially one-on-one um, during my private readings, sometimes my heart would ache. Um, and I know what heart, heartache feels like because I had intense heartache when my daughter um, first transitioned. And I started to realize, wow, I'm feeling their heartache. And so that helped me help them help me understand where they were coming from, that they're really suffering, that there's something going on there. And so you start to use different parts of the body and and use it to help people. So for instance, if, if I'm sitting with somebody and I feel my throat, um, that's the throat chakra. And that usually is about communication. So perhaps that person needs to speak their truth more. Or maybe they talk too much. Um, It can be one or the other. Um, And that's why we use all the different senses together. 
Well, spirit can use parts of your body to help you. And did you know that you can also sit in meditation for healing? Remember way um, a couple episodes ago, I talked about setting the intent when you sit to say a prayer and say why you're sitting. Um, I encourage you to do many different types of meditation. And one is to sit and say, I'm just here for healing and to allow your body to be feel, filled with that loving, healing energy that can only come from God, come from our source, which is life. And when you ask for healing, just sit in the energy, don't expect anything. But oftentimes I would do that. I would go into meditation because I was maybe I was having a rough day or whatever, and I would feel energy in my heart. I would feel that energy being filled in in that heart center. So think about um, whenever something is bothering you, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, um, to to sit in meditation and experience a healing meditation. So you can uh, apply um, these feelings and emotions to your hands-on healing um, technique. Um, perhaps you use Reiki. And when you're with somebody else, they may use your body to tell you about that person. So perhaps your left ear may start to hurt. And then you realize, oh, maybe they have something wrong with their left ear. And you might go to that point in their body and give them Reiki on that point. And so it's just a wonderful communication tool. But if you're not aware that this is happening, you could totally miss it. So start to be aware of the changes that happen when you're with, when you're close to other people and also when you're working with spirit. For me, uh, and I talk about the different gifts. Um, everyone has these abilities, but again, some are stronger than others. For me, I feel that. Um, color for me is number one and number two is feelings. So I also feel how people passed. So if they passed with um, any pain uh, or an illness, I'll feel that in my body and I'll be able to give that as evidence that that spirit person is with me. So I use my feelings a lot in mediumship. It, it Even if you're not feeling those things, you can get that information in different ways. Perhaps you will see somebody that you know um, who, let's say, passed in a certain way, and maybe you'll see their face and say, oh, okay, that person uh, passed in the same way if you're not a feeler. But I encourage you to ask spirit to work with you um, in those specific ways that you want to develop. For instance, if you're not feeling anything, Next time you sit in meditation, ask them to show you in feelings. And you can use that with all your senses. Let's say you don't see very well. Next time you work with spirit or sit in meditation, ask them to show you in pictures. Maybe you want to develop colors. Ask them to show you the colors. Um, and we're going to talk in further programs about hearing spirit a little bit more and what that is all about. So as you go uh, forward um, in the coming week, can you pay specific attention to your body, not only in meditation, what's happening, but also when you're with people and see the changes and notice the changes? And you know what? Just take a chance. So just say to the person that you're with, are you feeling like this? Because I'm feeling like that. My husband and I do this all the time. So if all of a sudden a feeling comes over me, I'll say to him, is this how you're feeling today? Is that coming from you? And if it is, then I know. And if it isn't, then I can take it a next step and say, oh, maybe there's somebody with me. So for instance, my mother-in-law who passed a few years ago, her um, the way that she communicates with me is she touches um, not directly on top of my head, more on the left side, which is the female side, she touches me in a certain spot, and I know that's her. Now, it can be different for different people. With my husband, his throat gets sore because she had a very sore throat um, before she passed. So that's kind of like her marker. Um, 
early on when Elizabeth first transitioned, she had a head injury. And a lot of people who were communicating with her kept telling me, oh, the back of my head hurts. And I said, yes, um, that's her. She's telling you that she had a head injury. So notice these changes within yourself. And if you want to develop any of these these areas, just go into meditation and ask spirit to work with, with you. Uh, all they need is your invitation. They're more than willing to show you. And we're going to talk more about that when we come back for break. So just stay stay with us, won't you? This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. So we're continuing to talk about feelings and feeling spirit with us. And we talked on, uh, we talked about emotions. Um, we can feel um, sadness. We can also feel nervousness um, or excitement. Sometimes people on the other side, when they come to us, they're just so excited to be with us. So notice um, when you're doing your mediumship, sometimes you may feel really nervous, but you've done it so many times before. I started realizing that, you know what, I'm not nervous. Why am I feeling nervous? And then I realized, oh, the person that's with me is excited and nervous and, and you know, full of energy that someone is going to get their message today. So think about those subtle changes that happen. Uh, Also, you can get uh, an intense feeling of calm that comes over you. Very often, spirit guides do this. They come in and they they just surround you with calm. Angels are good for this too. They just, all of a sudden, you just take a deep breath and it's just all the stress leaves you. You know what? There's someone in spirit who loves you very much who is helping you. So when I talk about going to meditation for healing, you can go in to, you know, let go of stress and ask them to help you with that. Um, another, other feelings that you can get is being, being touched or poked. And this is a good, um, exercise when you're getting to know, um, your spirit guides, especially. You can ask them, um, including your loved ones as well. You can ask them to, while you're meditating, uh, ask them to touch you. Um, and they will choose a spot on your body, um, that, because you know, they can see the energy. You know, we have more trouble doing that. They will see where you're going to be able to pick up on it. And you will get to know that when you're touched in that certain spot, 
that that's either a spirit guide or a loved one with you. So it's putting the pieces together. It's practice, it's experience, and you will learn it over time. Just like I know that when my hair is being touched on a certain spot, which happens to be being touched right now, so I know my mother-in-law is with me, um, I know it's her. But I also use it um, as a reference for my mediumship. So if I'm um, connected in, let's say, with an older lady, and I start feeling energy in that area, I know that I'm either with a mother or a mother-in-law because now I have a reference from uh, for that. That's what loved ones can do. They can teach you references. Um, the other thing, the other feelings that can come over you is a feeling, uh, especially when you're uh, giving messages from the other side, is a feeling of uh, something happening soon or something happened a long time ago or something's coming up in the future. It's kind of like just a feeling that you have inside when you see a picture or a thought comes in. Uh, you just have a feeling about it. And you'll learn to trust this feeling more and more when you work with people, when you give messages to other people. But you can use the same technique for receiving information yourself. So perhaps you'll get a message you know, about something and then you'll say, yeah, but I don't feel like it's right now. I feel like this is coming up. I feel like it's in the future. Um, it's just a sense that you have. Um, another thing that happens is your breath may change. So you may start to breathe quickly. Again, this is the higher vibration of spirit coming in. Uh, the other thing it could be if you find your breath quickening, same thing your heart can race as well. And a lot of people, this kind of freaks them out. But again, it's just energy. It's just uh, spirit coming near you. Um, and, and it will pass once once they, they move out of your auric field. Um, that can be the quickening of a higher vibration. And this, this happens a lot in, in channeling when you're connecting with higher beings of light. But also in your mediumship, it can work too. So if you know that you're able to feel, that they're able to manipulate your body in this way to get um, messages, then you will notice when you're doing your mediumship, if all of a sudden you're having trouble breathing, then you can trans, trans, you know, translate that to the, the spirit that's with you and, and say that they had trouble breathing because you're having trouble breathing because they're with you. Your, your energies are combining. So start to notice uh, those changes. Um, the other thing that isn't often talked about is a sense of smell and taste. Um, that some people, I know a, a woman and she has a very strong sense of smell. And every time a loved one or um, a spirit comes near her, they have their own unique smell. And uh, funny enough, some people that have a more difficult energy may have their smell doesn't smell so good. Um, I know that I have a spirit, uh, my guardian angel's name is Rose and she shows me roses. Um, and if I couldn't understand her in that way, perhaps she would send me um, rose smelling. I know that um, when I was seeing my daughter, hearing my daughter, feeling my daughter, but I hadn't smelt my daughter. And other people had said that they had smelt my daughter. And so one night I was talking to her in my mind and I said, you know, I haven't smelt you. I don't know what that is. And I woke up in the middle of the night and the whole room was filled with the smell of vanilla. And she died just after Christmas, uh, 2003. And I'd given her this perfume where the base was vanilla. And the whole room filled with this vanilla smell. And I breathed it in three times. Um, Spirit loves the number three. And I um, shook Tony. And I said, do you smell that? Do you smell that? He says, no, because it was my, my spiritual sense that was smelling it, not my physical nose. And they say that smell is one of the easiest ways for our loved ones to connect with us. Um, that's her smell, is when I smell vanilla. Uh, she doesn't send it to me often because I, I'm able to connect with her in, in other ways. But when I asked, she came and showed me that. So that's another thing that you can do with your loved ones and maybe your spirit guides or guardian angel. Ask them to give you a smell. And then you just have to let it go. It may not happen in meditation, 
Maybe it'll happen um, as you're coming out from a sleep. I talked about that last time. Uh, so your job is just to be aware, aware of changes in, in anything. The other thing that is really fascinating is that you can also develop the sense of uh, taste. And uh, I remember when I was in England, uh, this medium, um, she was very good at that. And she would be able to taste different types of liquor in her mouth or different types of food and be able to bring through evidence of what that loved one used to eat and drink when they were here. Um, I don't think I'm a good medium for that because I'm not the type of person that kind of likes a lot of different types of food. I'm kind of a very simple eater. So I really wouldn't know what a lot of different types of food tastes like. So I don't um, get taste very often. Uh, Some people get taste where it's like a metallic taste. And people who have gone through chemotherapy will um, get that type of taste in their mouth. So that's a good validation for somebody on their side who perhaps passed uh, with cancer. So that's uh, this week's uh, show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as you go forward, um, I wish you all well. And can you um, pay extra attention to those uh, feelings and emotions that you have, especially when they change, just kind of take a moment and say, hmm, I noticed that change. And really, that's all that's all that it takes for spirit to to continue to work with you in that way. Thank you so much. And uh, please tune in next time. We're going to go into more depth uh, with spirit communication. Thank you for tuning in to School of Miracles Radio. Please join your host, Heather Scavetta, again next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. And remember, you are never alone. Your loved ones and spirit guides are always around you. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.